Welcome to Business Scale Insights with Kimberly Bonner. Listen for commentary, interviews, and information on how to grow your business. For all the details, contact BusinessScaleInsightsNetwork.com. So, Empire Builders, are you ready? Here's Kimberly Bonner. Hello and welcome, Empire Builders, to another episode of Business Scale Insights. I am your host, Kimberly Bonner, and today I am so excited to have Russell Thompson with me. He is the chairman of SCORE for Broward County, and we're going to talk about all things related to helping business owners and entrepreneurs get from startup to scale up. Those of you who are regulars listening to the show, you understand that is the heartbeat of this show. It's about getting the resources to you and the information and the knowledge to help you move from startup to scale up and increase your overarching success. So I actually um, kind of ran across Russell when he was giving a, a talk on behalf of SCORE. And I was like, you know what? I need to have this guy on my show. He gave some really good information, and I really think it needs to be broadcast more because, unfortunately, a lot of folks just um, are missing certain ingredients. So I'm welcoming Russell to the show, and I want him to tell the listening audience really more about himself, his background, and how he got to this, how he got to get involved with SCORE, Broward. Thank you for having me, Kim. I've been involved with SCORE for over seven years, and this all started back in New Jersey. Uh, I was 17 years old. I had dropped out of high school, and I took a job with a little company up in New Jersey. They were doing about $200,000 a year, and I was uh, on the loading dock, loading and unloading trucks. And back then, I was earning minimum wage, which was $1.65 an hour. So that's where I started. (laughs) Wow. That's amazing. (laughs) And I had heard that they were going to be moving to Florida. And I asked, can I move to Florida with you? <laughs> and they said, sure, if you want to come down to Florida, you're welcome to come. And I did. And because I was loading and unloading trucks, I was the one who loaded up the last truck to Florida. Wow. And on the back of that last truck was a trunk. And that trunk uh, had everything I owned. I was going to say <laughs> In the trunk. So I do come from <laughs> relatively uh, uh, meager backgrounds. So wow. one, one, one trunk on the back of the truck. But when I came down here, I continued with that company and quickly decided I didn't want to load and unload trucks in the South Florida heat. So I figured I'd better go back and get my education. And I started to do that at nights. And as the company was growing, I was able to grow with the company. And 26 years later... I was a part owner in the company, Amazing. and I was the CEO. What a story. And I had gone back, had all of my education at nights. So I actually got a law degree. And so I had my law degree for 10 years while I was still running this company. And we, we sold it. And we were, when we sold it, we were doing about $36 million a year. So we'd That's gone from 200000 to $36 million, And I've held just about every position there is in a business. So... One of those dangerous people, a little bit of knowledge in a lot of areas. <laughs> but when I, uh, when we sold it and I had my law degree, I figured uh, I'd start practicing law. And I did that. But I missed business. I just missed being in business. 
and I saw on the internet score to give uh, business advice to individuals, individual entrepreneurs. So I signed up for score and started volunteering and I've been doing that now for about six, seven years. And, uh, you know, I've grown to be the chairman now here in Broward County and it's just, it's a great organization. We're all volunteers. Uh, we're all either own businesses or high level management and multinational businesses, a lot of good business advice and it's all free. It is. And unfortunately, a lot of people do not take advantage of it or know about the resource. And so I thought this radio program would be a wonderful opportunity to even promote it even more. I come from the Washington, D.C. area and SCORE's, I guess, headquarters is in Herndon, Virginia. And I used to live in Reston, Virginia, which is like five minutes away. They're actually uh, buttressed. They're, they're, they're right against one another. So very familiar with SCORE's resources um, back there. Uh, but even in even in the Northern Virginia area, I realize that a lot of people don't use the resources. So first and foremost, you know, what can SCORE do for um, a startup entrepreneur or even a, an established entrepreneur? Well, there's a number of services. The real backbone of SCORE is one-on-one mentoring. And that's how we can help uh, startups or entrepreneurs, people interested in get, getting into business. Actually, the workshop you dropped in on was thinking of owning a business. Right. And it kind of gave you a little bit of everything. Uh, we follow that up with five additional workshops that go into much more detail in every area we discussed in that overview. Uh, but we also do the one-on-one mentoring, where if you're working on you've got a concept or an idea and you want to start a business, well, you could sit down. So let's say you want to open up a restaurant. Wouldn't it be nice to sit down with somebody who ran a restaurant for 20 Absolutely. years? <laughs> well, you can do that with SCORE. We have mentors who've uh, owned restaurants, and you can have one-on-one mentoring, set up an appointment, sit down across the desk, talk about what you need to consider, what is your business plan, let me help you do a business plan, maybe give you a homework assignment, make an appointment for next week for you to come back, and we will work with you as long as you want. If you feel you're getting something out of the relationship – well, you just keep making appointments to come back for more for more mentoring. If you think you've had enough, you stop. Uh, if you don't like the mentor you're with, welcome to say that you're going to go to somebody else and we will assign you to a different mentor. Is there like a time limit? Can you have your score mentor forever or is there a time where you're forced to stop at some point? You can have them forever. As a matter of wow. fact, uh, I've got a meeting Friday with a, a Mindy, a lady we've been working with for probably oh over two years, and uh, she every once in a while she's got an issue. She calls me up on the phone, and we set up a, a mentoring session and we discuss it. That is phenomenal. Well, I'm so excited. I love your story. That is an incredible story. Well, Does everybody you. know that story? I try and tell it as often as I can. Well, but. I must have mi- I must have missed it when I came into your workshop, but I did come in late. Anyway, we're going to have to run out to a break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about really um what's the number one mistake that you see entrepreneurs make when they're starting their businesses. Good. We'll be right back. If you already have a proven business model but have concerns about the best way to grow and scale, 
then you should contact the experts at New Day Consulting Systems. New Day uses innovative techniques to 10 times the impact of your business. Your local business can become a regional, national, or international enterprise. New Day Consulting Systems will show you how. For more information and to get started with New Day, visit the website at NewDayConsultingSystems.com. One word, NewDayConsultingSystems.com. To get your business off the ground and into orbit, contact New Day today. And we are back. This is Business Scale Insights with your host, Kimberly Bonner. And I am with the chairman of Broward Score, Russell Thompson. And we are talking about what is the number one mistake that entrepreneurs make in starting a business. I think one of the big mistakes is people fall in love with their idea, their concept, and they neglect to do the market research that's really necessary to be successful in a business. And I always tell people, it doesn't matter that you like it. (laughs) (laughs) The market has to like it. You know, you're not you're not hanging it on your wall. It doesn't absolutely. You know. So that is one thing. I think people uh, lack the the marketing knowledge. I mean, marketing is very important in it any is. business, and if they don't do the proper research there, they could just be running you know running into a lot of difficulties that they're that a little bit of research up front will prevent them from doing. But don't you feel like a lot of people, unfortunately, they buy into this whole idea of follow your dream and follow your passion. And it's the crazy ones that change the world. And, you know, there's got to be a market out there for underwater basket weaving. And You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I hear that all the time. <laughs> but This is my love. Yeah, this is, you know, this is my passion. But I always tell people... Uh, it just doesn't matter. You have to test. And it doesn't take a lot of money. I know. You can know. do simple. I always talk about the mall intercept survey. If you if you stand in a mall with a <laughs> clipboard, people will stop and give you their opinion. And if you've got a new device or a new product or a new service and you just stand there for a day or two and ask 100, 200 people, you'll quickly find out people have no interest in this. Or people are very interested in it, and this is going to be successful. And it doesn't cost you anything but a couple of days at the mall. And that's such a great um, example. Another great example is just watching people at the mall, like watching people in their daily lives. Gary V is really great at giving insight. And I think one of his greatest gifts to the planet is that he just is a human observer. He just observes people, right? And when you watch how people behave, whether it's on their phone, right, or, you know, digitally or literally real time in um, in malls and how they're shopping and what's getting their attention, it can really change your perspective. And what I find with a lot of (laughs) with a lot of uh, startup business owners, they're not very observant. They don't listen and they don't observe the market. Exactly. It's the market that's so important. It has to, there has to be a need for it. Or if you're creating something new, it has to solve a problem. There, you know, and it has got to be a bit, pretty kind of 
big. Yeah, yeah the, the market has to be large enough. Uh, you know, can't solve a problem for one person. You know, after your first sale, you're out of business. Uh, so you have to you have to do the market <laughs> research, and you have to do your planning up front. People just don't do enough planning. We talk about business plans. That's the first thing we get people to do, or actually the first thing we get them to do now is the business model canvas. Well, talk to us because a lot of people are new and don't know what you're talking about. So explain that. Well, the business model canvas, this this came out of the high-tech industries where to start a new venture, rather than writing a business plan, you have a single sheet of paper. It has nine concepts on there that any business you have to satisfy and understand what goes into these nine concepts, mm-hmm. and you just use that one piece of paper and we encourage people to blow it up and put it on their wall and use sticky notes Mm. just so they understand what you're putting on that canvas doesn't have to stay there. The idea is to put, you know, what is going to be your revenue stream? One of the nine concepts. So you put a sticky note of maybe one or two revenue streams and then you go out and test it or you, you do your mall intercept survey or you ask some people or you, you, you test it and you find out ah, that doesn't work. Well, you just take that sticky note off and you replace it with some something else. And after you've worked with that canvas, like painting a picture, mm-hmm. when you have that picture done, now you have all of the elements necessary to then start writing your more official business plan. You know, the paragraphs. And even then, even then, I like to tell people, don't think in paragraphs your first draft of a business plan is, is can be bullet points. <laughs> pretty much. All you need and is And you're going to throw points. it away <laughs> pretty right. soon. And you just keep developing that business plan. Right. People, they get into this mindset that they have to write everything out, and they, they just get the writer block, and they don't move anyplace. So we try and get them started with the business model canvas, working into just a two-page bullet point business plan, and then develop it along the way. And then when you actually start, working your plan, then you're going to find out things you didn't think about and you're going to make make those corrections at that time. One of the things that I observe with startup businesses is that, they, and I think that's with every business, people totally underestimate the amount of capital um, it might take for them to either um, get past their startup stage um, or let alone grow. Exactly. That was, that was my second... <laughs> When you and it's ask, both. And the, it's, 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 it's both. The, it's really they go hand in hand, sort of, kind of. Yeah, the business, the, the problems with startup business is not enough capital. If you do your research and your research tells you, your business plan and your research says you need $100,000 to start the business, that's how much you need. If you try and start it without it, you're going to have difficulties. And the sad thing about it is that no matter how many times – I counsel entrepreneurs about this. They think that they can just somehow get, like, they can get over. And the number one thing they want to get over on is um, trying to penetrate the market, like trying to figure, I'm not saying go out and spend all your money on a marketing agency, but you've got to figure out a way. (laughs) And it needs to be, you know, it needs to be a clear process that you are hitting that target audience and that customer. Yeah, And if you don't have the amount of money, you said, I use the example of a restaurant again. You want to open up a restaurant. You've done your business plan. You need $100,000, $150,000, and you can't come up with it. Well, that doesn't mean you stop. It means you scale back. 
And so rather than opening up a restaurant, you open up a food truck. Exactly. And you start that food truck. And by doing that, you're starting to cook your meals. You're starting to find out what the consumer likes, what the market likes, what they're willing to pay. That's great research for opening your restaurant. And you've started to bring in some money and it's easier to then start the restaurant. So we don't Tell people, if you don't have the money, just stop. It just means you have to change your plan. But you'd be surprised at how much, and I'm just going to say this, how much ego and pride and because sometimes when you tell people to scale back, it's almost like we talked about, you know, pursue your passion and this is my dream and I always wanted to have a restaurant in Los Olas. Well, you know, you have to crawl before you walk and you got to walk before you run. And so maybe you start out with a food truck and then maybe it becomes something grand on Las Olas. I don't know. And, and Las Olas may not be the location. It I depends know. on the type of restaurant you have. You have to find the location to fit what the market is. That's why I always go back to marketing. Marketing is number one, the first thing they need to do. And it's not what you like. It's, this, not, it's not your passion. It's not what you like. It's what the market wants. But the scary part about it and the sad part about it is that there's such bad marketing out there and people, it's such a core component to being a quality business, but they're not really, there's not a lot of good resources out there for startup um, entrepreneurs to really do good marketing. I haven't had positive experiences. I'm getting really negative feedback from people like counsel, like they're, they're throwing their money out there and it's not going well, anywhere well when i talk marketing a lot of people mistake marketing with advertising and even okay we, you're right you know you're what absolutely i mean correct. Even there is go, a distinction even when you go to marketing people <laughs> they get it mixed up marketing is marketing advertising is advertising okay well this has been a great conversation it's going to get better when we come back from the great break we're going to talk about scaling your business Everyone loves getting the royal treatment. It's a clear understanding of that simple fact that has enabled Royal Maid Service to grow from one location in 1992 to be one of the largest maid services in Florida. Now, Royal Maid Service is actively looking for the right entrepreneurs for franchise opportunities in Fort Lauderdale, Miami, Jacksonville, and Bonita. Royal Maid Service was founded by an English couple and operates on the centuries-old tradition of proper English service. If you are a strong entrepreneur looking to provide superior service to discerning clients, Royal Maid Service would like to speak with you. Call 800-577-5947. Again, that's 800-577-5947 to speak with a representative. This advertisement is not an offer to sell a franchise. That offer can only be made through our franchise disclosure document. And we're back. This is Business Skill Insights. I'm your host, Kim Bonner, and I am with Russell Thompson of the Broward Score chapter. He's the chairman. And we've been talking about everything related to the resources at SCORE to help small businesses grow and possibly expand and scale. And so I wanted to start this last segment discussing scale because this is the Business Scale Insights broadcast. And I would be remiss if we didn't have some kind of discussion about uh, really what are the what are the keys to helping a small business go from that startup uh, phase to really scaling and growing kind of in an exponential manner. Yeah, when I think of scaling, I think exactly what you said, exponential growth, rapid growth quick growth. 
a business also has to just grow. Right. I mean, you can just have some natural growth, organic growth, or some planned growth. Scaling is a little bit different than that. I, as an example, let's let's use uh, Mindy, who I said earlier called and right. asked for some additional menta- mentoring. Uh, she's in business. Uh, we do the one-on-one mentoring, but we also do like consulting services for people for free where we come out and we put a team together, a marketing person, a financial person, operational person, and we'll come out and work with you on a particular issue. She wanted to scale. She wanted to grow and grow rapidly. She was for many, many years, and I mean like 15 years, she taught swimming lessons to very little children. Mm. And her and maybe two other people that worked with her, they would go out and teach people how Mm -hmm. to how little children how to swim big market right so what we worked with her on was she wanted to her first idea was franchising but that didn't quite work so what we did was agreements like a uh, like a distributorship Correct. where she would sell her concept to somebody teach them how to do it get a price a a, a, a price for selling the concept and then a like a royalty different than uh franchising she Mm -hmm. it's not an actual franchise uh, agreement and she's been able to get some rapid growth doing that and as i said the reason she wanted me back is because she's uh, looking for getting some additional financing now because she's now in chicago she's setting people up in chicago teaching people how to teach children to swim that is absolutely wonderful so how did she go? She does she have many distributor kind of relationships in Florida, and then it just leapfrogged to yeah. Chicago. Yes, the first ones we started were in in Florida here, and uh, once she got all the bugs worked out, and she knew exactly how to do it, and she had a uh, like a business plan off the shelf to give them to tell them how to advertise, where to advertise how to conduct the classes, how much to charge for the classes. So it's kind of a turnkey operation for people when they come on board. And uh, it's been very successful. She's she's very good at it, and she's very good at teaching. And so she goes and teaches the people when the, the, at the startup, and it's been, been very successful. And it's not a franchise. No, Franchising is very expensive. It is. And well, that's what it she can first be. wanted to it do. It can be. That's what she first wanted to do, but it turned out... Uh, not to be practical for for her, her budget, right? And so we did this uh, other way of doing it, and she's been growing, growing quite a bit. So uh, there, there's that, and then there's scaling in a sense. We have another mentee that we're working with. He's developing an app, okay, and it's for it's what's the last mile delivery. Like if you get a Domino's pizza, you can look mm-hmm. on your phone and you can see the pizza coming down the street on the map. Uh, it's called last mile delivery, and that costs the Domino's franchise company like uh, seven cents to the app developer to provide you that service of knowing when your pizza was going to be delivered. So he has a he has a service like that where if you own a flower shop, you could buy his service so that when people buy your flowers, they can log in and know exactly when those flowers are going to be delivered. They can actually see them delivered. That's brilliant. You can have a photograph taken of them sitting at the door, and that gets emailed to the customer. 
and the flower shop pays seven cents each. Oh, seven cents. How do you make money on seven cents? Well, you have two million people Basically. paying you seven cents, <laughs> and it adds up real quick. And that's that's what uh, the the way I think of scaling, as opposed to just naturally growing your business. No, absolutely. So each of these individual examples, they came to you at SCORE, and you helped them navigate those two different models? Yes. The uh, the app uh, gentleman, he was just having difficulty trying to figure out how do I scale. He had it working here locally, mm-hmm. and he was using Google AdWords, and he was trying all these crazy ways of finding customers. And I told him, well, you tell me how much you spend on Google AdWords, how many customers <laughs> do you get? And if we can come up with a formula and say that if an investor, an angel investor, who, mm-hmm. if an investor spends $100,000, you will develop X amount of business. That's then easy to sell that type of an, to an investor because it's proven. You just have a formula. You show, look, if I spend $1,000 in advertising, I get X number of customers. Absolutely. So if $100,000, I get a I get so many 10 times more customers. Absolutely. And it's easy to demonstrate the scalability of the uh, operation. Well, this is exciting to hear. And for those of you who are listening, I'm sure bells are ringing and, and light bulbs are going off in your mind. And you're thinking to yourself, how can I get in contact with this brilliant man who's just giving all these words of wisdom? So, um, Russell, before we leave, I want you to tell people how they can get in contact with you and also, plug whatever events that are going on with Broward Score in the next few months. All right. Well, the big event is our women's conference, October twentieth. We're going to have a business, a women's business conference in Fort Lauderdale. So all you have to do is go to our website, Broward.Score.org. You could find our workshop calendar. You can sign up for one-on-one mentoring. You can sign up for that counseling, that uh, consulting where we come out to your existing business and work out any issues. But it's all done through the website. That's how you contact us. And if you request mentoring, uh, you're going to get an email within 48 hours setting up an appointment at your convenience to do the mentoring. Broward.score.org. Thank you so much, Russell. And I hope everyone got a lot from this episode. And here's to your success. You have been listening to Business Scale Insights with Kimberly Bonner. To get her personal attention to you and your empire, go to businessscaleinsightsnetwork.com. That's businessscaleinsightsnetwork.com. And tune in again next week for more from Kimberly Bonner with Business Scale Insights.